Hi, Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. For nearly 30 years, I've been focused on helping advisors become the best, both personally and professionally. This show is dedicated to sharing with you tools, tips, strategies, distinctions, things that are working now. I'd love for you to take a moment, and if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button and also the subscribe button so you get automatic updates. And if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you leave a positive review for us. Now, with that said, let's get to today's episode. Hi, it's your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Uh, In this episode, I'm going to give you a little behind-the-scenes look as I create a new program, new training program, which I will be uh, debuting in Las Vegas uh, in early May for my mastermind clients. One of the things that uh, I'm very passionate about, and it's something that we don't talk a lot about in this industry, is leadership. And I remember uh, several years ago, probably probably closer to a decade now, uh, one of the uh, one of the larger broker dealers in the United States reached out, and uh, after a lot of fits and starts with other, I guess, coaches, consultants, trainers, uh, they asked me if I can put together like a, a leadership and teams program, and. Um, I always take things on as a challenge, and uh, when doing so, I started to rough draft some things. Make a long story short, uh, we deployed the program, got excellent feedback, got some things I definitely, uh, I'm always my harshest critic, got some things I wanted to tweak, and uh, had a very successful run for about three or five, I think maybe four or five years, uh, doing it annually uh, for that organization until uh, until that person retired who, who led that program internally. And uh, so, lo and behold, here we are, and uh, here we are again in uh, you know 2020s, right? 2022, and you know I'm getting ready to do this program in uh, Las Vegas, and so I'm sitting here going for the last several days uh, on strategic time. What is it about leadership in the advisor community that's really relevant? And I start thinking, right? I go through my notes. I've attended many leadership conferences, trainings, things like that, right? And I started looking through it. I started kind of coming up with what I call a framework for things. And uh, what I want to do today is not give you, you know, we're not going to do 16 hours here, obviously. But I want to pick it maybe over the next couple of weeks. I may want to pick pieces of it out that I think are worth a conversation, okay? So one of the things I think, if, if we were to poll advisors, right, if we were to poll the industry, and uh, we were saying, give me the characteristics of a great, uh, of a very competent, great, put your term on that you want, financial advisor, right? We're going we're gonna to hear detailed, empathetic, you know, we're going to get some qualities in there. What I would find very fascinating is what percentage of advisors would put in there that leadership or being a great leader is part of their core identity. Uh, my experiences, quite frankly. I think it's a bit of an afterthought in the space. I think this industry uh, looks at other things a little bit more, uh, that view things more importantly. And uh, if you really think about it, and this is why we're going to get into the conversation today, being a leader for a lot of advisors, that identity, right? And it's about identity. So if you look in the mirror and if you don't see yourself being a leader, right? Well, then we're going to have a challenge, right? And, and we're not going to we're not going to spend a ton of time on the identity piece today. I think that will be a nice subject for down the road. But ultimately, here's what it boils down to. Here's why. So I'm going to give you the why in this episode. And then, over, like I said, future episodes, we'll kind of unpack it a little bit. 
So why is leadership so important? Like why, like why even worry about it? Like why is Joe spending you know hours upon hours upon hours uh, putting together this uh, training program? You know why do it in Vegas? All those other things. And really, what it boils down to, I have not seen a leadership program specifically built for advisors. Now I'm not saying they don't exist. I just haven't seen them. Right. Um, so now when I start thinking about it, you know why is this critical? It's critical for the one primary reason. You have four domains, and I want you to hear me on this. This is really important. There are four leadership domains that you've not even considered. So first leadership domain is self-leadership. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Second domain is leadership of your team. Third domain is leadership of clients, which for some of you like, ah, Fourth domain is leadership of friends, family, if you will, right, from that perspective. We're not going to spend a lot of time on number four because uh, that's a more personal thing. But let's talk about the first three. So self-leadership, right? It is, I'll say impossible. There's always probably an outlier here and there. But I will say it is impossible to be an effective leader of your team and especially an effective leader of your clients if you cannot lead yourself. So what does that mean in like layman's term? What does self-leadership sound like? You walk your talk. You're congruent. You commit to something. You make you you commit, you know, you you deliver on your commitments. You do not make excuses. You hold yourself to a high standard, a higher standard. And when I say hold yourself to a higher standard, here where some of you are going to go with that conversation. That means Joe, I need to be the first do I need to be the first one in the office and the last one to leave every day? No. That's shopkeeping totally different animal, right? But you can't sit there and tell your team, we need to elevate, we need to uh, go to a higher level, and but you're not willing to go with it. Like, you're not going to lead that charge. So self-leadership is about self-standards. Because once you are walking your talk, being congruent, going ahead and creating high standards for yourself and, and then maintaining those high standards, you can now, you're in a position of power. You're in a position of congruency, and you're in a position of influence. So what is leadership? It's really influence. This is the difference, okay? Management leadership. Leadership is about influence, about a transference of energy, painting a vision for people, right, to get behind and to aspire to be part of. Management is about manipulation, I'm going to bonus you if you do this. I'm going to fire you if you don't do this, right? So it has this kind of you know, unevenness to it, right? It's not about standards. It's not about leadership. It's about just getting people to do stuff. In other words, don't do as I say or don't do as I do. Just do as I say, right? We want to be careful about that. So self-leadership is critical. You commit to things. You honor your commitments. You treat people with respect, dignity. You're, you're an excellent communicator. And you make things happen. That is self-leadership. So it's goals, vision, self-accountability, or maybe accountability through a coach. One of the things I always talk to my personal clients about is, you know, when you set, when you're doing a quarterly game plan, or you're doing an annual game plan, right, or a strategic planning process, and you're coming up with the vision, and we're going to sit down with our team, we're going to articulate that vision. And it's your job as the leader to make sure it happens. Uh, you just don't say it once and let it go. So self-leadership is critically important. 
The second domain is leading the team. And I don't care if you, if you have a part-time sales assistant, I don't care if they're virtual, I don't care if you have a team of 20. At the end of the day, you know, if you lead yourself, now you can lead others. And what is leadership? It's about influence, standards, accountability, communication, culture. You know, we don't talk a lot about culture. You know, we I, I see mission statements everywhere, right? People put them, you know, advisors put them on their you know, websites, right? They do all these things. But if you sat there, and I've done, I haven't done this in a while, so I guess the next person that comes to my world, you know, you be, be aware. I'll check, I always check your website out. I look at your LinkedIn profile, right? If I see a mission statement on that website, don't be surprised to ask, hey, what's your mission statement? I see, I, I see on the website, talk to me about it. And if you can't articulate that mission statement, it's just fluff, right, ultimately. So culture matters. Core values matter. Communication matters, right? Coaching matters. Think about that. Great leaders are excellent coaches, not managers. The leader coach is the future of our industry. The leader coach is the future of all business. About collaboration, right? Making things happen. So, got to coach your team. Third one we're going to talk about today is going to be leading our clients, which I did a little quick poll uh, in my Magellan Network tribe, and I had them on a scale of one to ten do all four domains: so self leadership, leadership of team, leadership of, of clients, and friends and family. Right? I was very surprised that the weakest one primarily was leading the clients. Like it never, I think for some of them, it didn't really dawn on them that, hey, that's a role, that's a responsibility that I have. And I think there's a big bias in our space that, well, you know, that's not our job or, you know, we're doing the plan and we're doing the, you know, we're doing the asset management and, you know, and all that. I understand all that. So here's the thing. Think about dynamic for a second. If you're not leading the client, then is the client leading you? So in other words, are we reacting to clients? Uh, are we subservient to our clients? Like if you don't view yourself or have the identity of leading your clients, then does that mean we're just abdicating it? Does that mean that we just take orders? See, this is critical. Because... I believe that you have to lead clients. There has to be an element of leadership. Now, that leadership means in partnership with the client, right? So it's in partnership. But make no mistake, you, the advisor, it is ultimately your responsibility to make sure that the relationship is functional, it communicates well, it's collaborative, right? And it's clear, clear on outcomes, Clear on KPIs, clear on measurement, clear on everything, right? That is your responsibility. That is leading a functional client relationship. So think about your current relationships. Do you have that collaboration? Do you have that communication? Do you have that clarity, right? Do we have those things in place in all of our relationships? And then, like I said, we're not going to touch the uh, friends and family one. That one's uh, pretty self-explanatory. Um, I don't do a good job there. I'll be the first one to admit that. Because I'm rock, because I'm so focused on the first three, right? My team, myself, my clients, that you know, friends, family, and I know it sounds bad, but you know, I'm here to speak the truth. 
that I am not a, my wife and my business partner is a much more effective leader when it comes to the family. That's like, you know, she wears the general, she's the general, uh, you know, of that army, right? I, I do my thing here. So I just want to bring this up to everybody because I think it's a subject that I don't see discussed a lot. And I don't care. There's a lot of beautiful and very bright coaches and consultants and thought leaders out there. And, you know, it's just something I don't see a lot of conversation around. And I think that there has to be. And just for the domain, self-peace, team peace, and the client peace, we need to be aware. One last thought, and then uh, we're going to get out of here today because I've got, I've got more work to do to finish this uh, training program. The other thing I want to say, and I've been, thinking, I've been thinking a lot about this, you know, building out this program, is that, you know, at the end of the day, I was talking to one of my clients, you know, I'll, I'll phrase it this way, because he's building out his RAA, very successful guy, you know, really doing, really doing rock star level work. And uh, we're talking, and I said, you know, think about it. Well, what's the ultimate, you know, we have to describe the ultimate company, the ultimate RAA, the ultimate this, right? Um, what's the culture look like, right? Is it collaborative? Is it coaching? Is it communication? Like what are the uh, what are the descriptors, right? And not just to you know slap slap some words up and say, oh, look at this culture, it's great. But what really is it? See, I think I think a lot of advisors really want a collaborative coaching with high level of communication, high level of clarity environment. And unfortunately, a lot of our industry, and we're not going to get into names, I'm not going to call organizations out. It's not the purpose here. But I've got clients everywhere, like literally everywhere. And I will tell you that what I just said does not exist in most. Now, there are elements here and there, but not as a global piece, right? So as we go forward in time and our industry continues to shift and evolve and look, Look where we are today in 2022 versus, oh my gosh, you know, 2012, you know, even go back to, you know, for some of you can go back, you know, 2000, I can go back to early 90s. You know, what we do today doesn't really resemble 20, 30 years ago. It just doesn't. How you get paid, what we do, deliverables, it doesn't. You know, we may have same, we may have very similar titles, but the business itself really doesn't, doesn't resemble itself after 20, 25 years. Well, what's going to happen over the next 10 years? See, I see evolution happening faster. I see change happening quicker. And I just think there's a, there's a beautiful place here for somebody maybe watching or listening to this. So you know what? Let's create an RIA or an entity that has those pieces of culture, that has those core values. And let's go ahead and, tra- and attract rock stars, which I think would be really cool. Okay, so that's what I got for you this week. Like, so I'm gonna get back after it. I've got a uh, got some more um, more work to do, more creative stuff to do here, kind of putting this program together. Uh, I'll probably come back to you guys next week with some other thoughts as I kind of work through this. Uh, it's gonna be two days, by the way, uh, right before the um, Jolt Snappy Cracking Conference in Vegas. So I'm, I'm bringing my, my my tribe out early. We're gonna do our work, and then most of them are gonna be going to uh, Jolt Snappy Cracking, which is supposed to be a really good conference. I happen to be speaking at, so uh, hopefully I'll see you. I'll see you at one of the two. Uh, in early May uh, in Las Vegas. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. And I'll see you all again next week. 
Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.